Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to episode 21 of From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm your host, Tavia Redburn, and if you're new to your industry, whether that's photography or copywriting or real estate or social media management, are you worried it's going to take a long time to get your business up and running because you're new? If so, this episode is perfect for you because I am interviewing my student, Jelena. She started her business in 2018 with zero clients, but she had a huge passion for birth work and she knew she wanted to make this business happen. She went on to book 11 clients in her first year in business. So that's zero clients to 11 clients in her first year in business, which is phenomenal. Jelena learned how to create a product that her audience wanted, how to balance being a mom and a business owner, and how to convert inquiries into clients. So we're talking all about that in today's episode. Plus, she's going to share her best piece of advice for someone struggling to get booked and stay booked. And since we've recorded this episode, Jelena has seen even more success, so I can't wait for you to hear from her. But first, if you want to be a birth photographer and you're not sure how to get started, I have an awesome free workbook for you. It's called How to Start Your Birth Photography Business in 2020. To get this free workbook, go to taviaredburn.com workbook. Inside, I'm going to show you how to line up reliable child care, the legal side of setting up your business, how to find your backup photographer, how to choose your equipment, and more. So download the free workbook at taviaredburn.com slash workbook. So the content of today's episode was previously recorded on Facebook Live, so there's not really an intro. We're just going to get right into the good stuff right now with Jelena. Thank you so much for doing this with me and kind of being my guinea pig as we get started with this. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. So I just want to dive right into your business um, because I want to know like how you got started and, and how you got started in birth photography and all the other birth work that you do. But um, can you give us a little bit about your background in birth photography and where you started in this journey? Oh man. Um, so I, I like to call it, I kind of came in through like the back door because I became a birth worker first as like a dual and a placenta encapsulator. Love that. Uh, always loved photography, kind of fiddled around with the little Canon T1i that I had. Um, and then a fellow bereavement doula that I work really closely with in San Diego um, had a family who needed a photographer and they couldn't find one. Baby was born with anencephaly. Uh, so for those who don't know, it's baby didn't have a skull. Um, so I that's that can be intense for a lot of photographers. But I told her I'm willing to come down, photograph it. I'm not a professional. like. I'm not a professional, but I'll come and take photos. Um, and so I went down, uh, took photos and the, the feeling in the room, like even though baby had passed, it was, it was so heavy and thick with love that it made your skin tingle. And it was, 
I'm going to get emotional talking about it, but it was so amazing. And it was, I, I have to photograph these, these big events. I have to photograph it. And from then I started kind of asking my doula clients of like, Hey, can I take some photos? Like I'll bring my camera. And then it just snowballed into everything. And I upgraded my camera twice and here we are. <laughs> that is so, so cool. So you're still doing other birth work as well. Yes. Yes. Cool. Awesome. So what made you decide? So it was at that moment that made you decide that you wanted to make it happen in birth photography, like that did it for you? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Like I'd always loved birth photography. It's I, my mom actually videotaped my birth. Um, so I was able to watch my birth when I was little. Um, so I've always loved birth and the rawness of it. Um, and then as a doula, it's well, people want this photographed also. Like I have clients who want birth photography, so I would refer them out. And it was like, why? I can do it. This is what I love to do. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So where, like, what does your business look like today? Going from being a birth worker who decided to dabble in birth photography, like what, what do you have going on now? Oh man. Um, so I, well, today I had between yesterday and today, I have two inquiries for birth photography. So that's super exciting. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. It's my, my focus surprisingly isn't necessarily to get clients because the clients will come. It's to lay a foundation. Like I want to lay a solid foundation. I want to build great relationships with other birth professionals and like anybody who works with pregnant women. And I want to, I want to have this awesome community that when clients do come, it's no, here's, here's everybody that you need or you want, or you want to work with. Um, and then kind of just through that clients are coming, clients are being referred. It's the, I, I just sat down with an awesome newborn photographer who only does studio and like her work is amazing. And that's one thing I don't want to do. And it's, I don't know how you guys do it. Like that is super difficult in my eyes, <laughs> yes. but it's, and I've also talked to a chiropractor and it's like, they're flipping amazing that it's, I just want to network and the clients will come. So would you say that that has attributed to the success that you've seen this year is like focusing more on building relationships than actually trying to, trying to get clients, like focusing on really building those relationships without a doubt. Yeah. How did you get started doing that? Cause that seems like a really big question that people <laughs> always have is like, how do I find these people? How do I get them to like me and refer me people and all of that? Oh man. I am like probably one of the biggest introverts you'll meet. I am a super big, like homebody. I don't like talking to people. Um, like the fact that I'm doing a Facebook live is super uncomfortable. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that it's stepping out of your comfort zone and just putting yourself on a ledge because it's one of those, what's the worst they're going to say? No, then you haven't lost anything. You've gained more experience talking to people. Um, and you have a starting point again, like, so I love what you said about getting uncomfortable. Cause I think that's really like, for you to say that you're an introvert, which I knew that about you, but like to come on Facebook live and there's 13 people watching you right now, like, like that's super big. <laughs> yeah. So it's uncomfortable for you, but you're willing to do it because that's the desire and the passion that you have to make this happen. So you're like, okay, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to get a little uncomfortable to do it, but it's going to be worth it. I love that. I love that so much. 
So tell us a little bit about like how many births have you photographed and what have you learned in those experiences and what are your favorite types of stories to tell? Oh man. Um, so technically I photographed four, um, but two of them were kind of the, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, we'll just kind of see what happens, but it's, I, my favorite stories to tell are the, the raw and honest ones. Like I, I like the graphic crowning pictures. I'm not afraid of getting in there. Like, but, and it's, Again, in your course, it's, I want to repel the, the people that, that don't like that. But it's, yes. it's, I very much just, I want to document as it happens. Like, I just want to tell the truth. I love it. And I think that that's so true. Like, there's definitely a portion of the population who does not want that and wants nothing to do with that. But there is a portion that really wants that. And so by, like we talk about attracting and repelling. So by repelling people who are like, I would never want graphic photos like that. You're at the same time attracting the people who really do. And by being definite in who you are and your brand attracts the right people for sure. Whitney says, hi. I don't know if you can see the comments or not. I can't. Uh, Danielle Griggs <laughs> said, hey, Jelena, I think we spoke about you being on my now I lay me down to sleep team with a big smiley face. Yes, <laughs> we totally did. I love it. Tierney said, how did networking go for you without having a huge portfolio photo wise? I find networking super fun, but I've only done one birth so far. May have one more next weekend. Just slightly concerned about people not taking me seriously yet. Do you have any advice for her? Um, so um, one is be confident. Um, I know in my case, it helped me to be a doula. Um, so I was already very comfortable being in the room and supporting women through birth, that it was one of those just adding kind of photography onto it was just a like a, a little addition. Um, but it's really educating yourself on um, especially natural childbirth, if that's what your ICA wants um, or ideal client, and just being confident and being yourself, which I know is super difficult in the beginning because you're super intimidated like by everything and everyone that's going on. But really, that's that's your your biggest biggest asset is, is being confident and being yourself. And part of being yourself. I love that. Thank you. And part of being yourself is letting people know like, Hey, I've only shot this many births, but it's something yeah. I'm really passionate about. And it's something I really want to make happen. Yeah. And, um, I would love to work with you. You know what I mean? You don't have to make it sound like you're somebody that you're not, you yeah. just be yourself and just say, Hey, this is my situation, but I'm, you know, really passionate about growing my business and all of that kind of stuff. So yes, yeah. I love that. Brittany said, be knowledgeable in birth itself. Yes, that's yeah. super important. Hi, Kiana. Hi, Jamie. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about being a mom. Like, how do you how do you balance being a mom and a business owner? What does your day look like? Oh my gosh, chaotic. Um, uh, it's trial and error. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but it's I have I well I don't I try and have. Um, an open line of communication with my husband of, of if he comes home and he's like, you know what? Hey, I really like you to put your phone down or, um, like come spend more time with us or like have a movie that night, um, which I'll admit I suck at, but that, and then my son, he is 18 months old. So he's a year and a half. So he can't necessarily speak full sentences, but talking to him all the time about it of like, Hey bud, give me five minutes. Let me respond to this inquiry. And like, and then we'll go do something or whatnot. But it's, mm -hmm. it's the balance is difficult. It's really difficult. 
It is. Yeah. Especially whenever as a business owner, like your brain never shuts off. Mine doesn't, you know, it's just like, how do I be present with my kids while my brain is still running a million miles an hour? You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's just figuring out how to, how, I don't think there really is such thing as balance. Like I kind of actually hate that word. So I don't even know why I said that (laughs) because I don't think that there's any such thing as balance. It's just whatever you're doing in the moment, putting yourself into it hundred percent. So if you're working, putting yourself into it hundred percent, if you're with your kids, not like checking emails at the same time or whatever, like at least I try to be like present with my kids. Okay. We're doing the kid thing. And then I separate myself and do the work thing, you know, um, which can be a challenge when you have super little kids that, you know, need your attention to do anything. Hi, Erica. Yay, Erica. Brittany said, do only the work God calls you to do today. God has not called me to do the laundry yet today. <laughs> That's hey, funny. Preach. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I'm not feeling that. I agree. So <laughs> let's get down to like some like tactical um, strategy type things. So like when you get an inquiry, you said you had, ha- you've had two inquiries in the last two days, which is awesome. Um, do you have any tips for converting them into a client? Um, it, I mean, that just kind of goes back to the be yourself and be confident. I. I take personally a very laid back approach of answer all their questions kind of as quickly as possible. Cause that's, that's what I like, but it's, here's all the information kind of, if you have any questions, um, like, let me know. And then I like follow up in 24, 48 hours of kind of like letting them stew on it and process all the information. And yeah. So how are you yourself? Like when you say be yourself, what does that look like? Talk like you would a friend. Like, like you're talking to a friend, the confidence comes in of kind of talk to them. Like they've already hired you. The, one of the inquiries was, well, like she asked, talk, talk to me about, um, not your process. I forgot what her exact words was, but, um, I kind of just laid down as if she'd already hired me of like, this is what we're going to do. This is when like we can meet, this is what we can talk about. And this is when you call me and I come, but it's, I, inquires are still kind of like I don't say my difficulty but it's I feel like I might take too laid back of an approach but it's that's who I am it's I'm very right. laid back very flexible like right it's, it's be yourself and your clients will come your ICA will come yeah and your clients who will enjoy working with you and you with them I like what you said about like acting as if they've already hired you like, like talking as if instead of saying like, oh, well, if you hire me, then this will happen. And if you decide to book, blah, 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 just go into it, assuming like, okay, so when you hire me, like you said, and that does, that's a really good example of how to project confidence. Cause I think sometimes we say like, be confident and it's like, okay, but how? And I think that's a really good, like very um, tactical way of how to be confident is to act like they've already hired you in those conversations. So if you guys have questions as we're going along with Jelena, you can totally drop them and we'll answer them as we go along. But I want to know what the best piece of advice is you have for someone who's struggling to get clients. The biggest thing is consistency in anything that you do, whether it's on social media, whether you're networking with people, Um, my big thing lately is consistency on like the local mommy groups that it's, I don't necessarily say, Hey, I'm a birth photographer or I'm a doula, but it's, if someone asks a pregnancy related questions, it's, I'm on there commenting of like, well, um, this is what I tell my clients or this is what, um, like my clients would typically do, but it's consistency is key. Uh, 
like you say in your course, it's they they have to see you seven times before they hire you. Yes. I love consistency. Like I love that answer. And I know it's really hard. I know it's hard because you're a lot of times really gung-ho about your business in the beginning and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do all these things. And then like, you know, just like New Year's, just like the beginning of the year, it's like, oh, I'm gonna do all these things. And then it's like, oh, now it's January 11th and things are starting to fall off. But I think that consistency doesn't have to necessarily mean like an extreme amount. Like it doesn't have to mean I'm posting on Instagram three times a day and I have to try to keep up with that. It can mean Instagram (laughs) three times a week. It can mean Instagram three times a month. Like consistency just means consistency and setting a schedule that you can keep up with. And then if you want to increase the frequency, you can. But if you're consistently showing up over and over, people are going to take note of that. People are going to remember you. Um, if you're being consistent. And so I love that piece of advice. If you're wanting to stay booked and and keep those clients coming in, whatever you're doing to market yourself, um, do it consistently. So if you're building those relationships, like what Jelena talked about at the beginning, if you're building those relationships, do it consistently. Always show up to the networking meetings or you know make it a point to reach out to somebody once a week or whatever you decide to set for yourself. I love that. Um, Angie said, do you try to meet with potential clients before talking about money? I have some wanting to know cost upfront and some that don't ask. Do you have anything to say about that, Jelena? Um, I, I personally am very transparent. Um, I don't, if they ask about money, I'll tell them. Even if they don't, it's, this is what I offer. This is how it is. Kind of one of those, like, take it or leave it. Um, that way, no one's wasting each other's time. Because uh, your time is money. Um, so it's, if they're okay with it. Um, and they don't even like bat an eye at it. It's okay. Let's meet up a consultation and meet face to face and kind of see if we, we vibe and jive and, and if this would be a a good kind of working relationship. I love that. So do you have a starting price on your website or do you have any pricing on your website? I do. I do. Okay. There's, there's always going to be the, the price shoppers out there and that's not my ICA. So if they see my site, they see my price, they'll keep moving. Yes. So ICA is a term that we use inside of the course. So if somebody doesn't know, ICA stands for ideal client avatar. It's okay. We use it fluently in our um, student course group and in our little mastermind calls and stuff. So ICA stands for ideal client avatar and Jelena has hers nailed down, which I think has also been a huge part of her success this last year and continuing into the next years is really, really nailing down exactly who her ideal client is um, and how to reach them. Because if you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. You really have to speak directly to that small percentage of the population that you need to hire you and they will. So about pricing, I do, I, I do what Jelena does really similarly. I have a starting price on my website and then I send them a PDF um, with my packages. And if that, and I say, if that looks good, click here to schedule a consultation and it redirects them to a, an acuity link, which has my calendar and they schedule themselves for a consultation. So I try to streamline it as much as possible, but I want them to know my pricing beforehand. Cause there's no sense in us meeting if yeah. your budget's $400. Danielle said, Danielle Griggs, who, you know, I think I see that if I keep consistent in commenting on posts around here in San Diego, if I don't book that client on the posting, I might even book three or four yeah. clients with my comment. Yep. That's great advice. Yeah. And it's just another way for people to see your name. You know, Jelena and I have the benefit of having kind of weird names that that are memorable. (laughs) So if people see your name, it's like, oh, I remember your name because, but anyone, I mean, there's 
people see your name and they remember it. They remember seeing your name. And I would, one little tip about mommy groups is to keep your profile picture the same for a while, because a lot of times people will recognize you based on your profile picture. And so if you're changing it constantly, it's kind of hard. So if you keep it the same, you might start to be recognized by your profile picture in addition to your name. So just like a little tip there, just for name recognition sake. Okay. So I want to make sure and, and mention again that um, the course that Jillian and I have been referring to is my marketing course for birth photographers from no bookings to fully booked. It opens at the end of this month and there's a wait list. If you want to get the information, it's the beautyandbirth.net slash wait list. Anything else that you want to say to people that are just kind of starting out their business and things that you wish that you had known in the beginning? Not particularly. It's, I can say, I'm totally going to plug your course that your oh. course was the best thing that I purchased last year. Hands down. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Well, it takes work, you know, it takes the effort. Like I can tell you guys what to do, but it, you know, you have to do it and you did it. So I'm super proud of you. And I really <laughs> appreciate you coming on Facebook live with me. Yeah. Thanks for having me, even though I was super awkward. <laughs> what? You are not. You're all, I'm uncomfortable and it's yeah. fantastic. And you're completely relatable and beautiful and fantastic. So oh, thanks, Leo. Yep. All right, guys, if you have questions after this video ends, drop them in the comments. Jelena and I will be in and out answering them and we will plan on talking to you guys next week. Thanks again, girl. Bye. What a great episode. I hope you'll take a few minutes to write down some of your biggest takeaways from this episode so you get the most value for your time spent here. Like I mentioned earlier, if you want to be a birth photographer and you're not sure how to get started, I have an awesome, totally free workbook for you. It's called How to Start Your Birth Photography Business in 2020. To get this free workbook, go to taviaredburn.com slash workbook. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Snap a selfie, tag me on Instagram, and thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one, and it helps this podcast reach more people, so thank you. And as always, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves photography or event planning or real estate or whatever your passion is. It's there for a reason. So what are you going to do with that passion? My friend, I hope you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.